0: And all codes, Summer of Glory um, and the Greyhounds. There's always a feature race on the Greyhounds, so yeah, I, I think this is the best time of year. There's hardly an off-season in, in any of the three codes,
1: really. Uh, one of those horses this weekend that will capture a lot of people's attention and potentially imagination, Matt, is uh, Captain Ravishing, who returns on Saturday night in the four-year-old Bonanza there at Melton. and um, It got us talking out the back before we came on air about some horses that we might be able to compare him with. and. Just, I guess, to get a bit of a comparison with some of the stars of the past and one man who will have a better idea than us as to just how good Captain Ravishing could be compared to some of those horses. He's Lance Justice because of his association with the great Smoking Up and he joins us. Good afternoon to you, Lance. Good afternoon, boys. What's been your impression of Captain Ravishing so far?
2: Uh, I chased him in a two-year-old race a couple of seasons back and he went pretty pretty good. Uh, I think he's pretty smart, but he's got to... It's really hard... I I like the horse. I think he's a brilliant horse, Um, but he's got to—he's got got to get some longevity about him and start and get up and get mixed up with the big time.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of feel the same way. I, f- I feel there's a I understand why there is, but I think there's a little bit of cart before the horse because you see it a lot, Lance, in the Gallops world with uh two year olds who rate through the roof as well and though this has got the highest rating in thirty years and I remember Rubik was one of those two-year-olds, but it's that thing where when the Bunsen and Burners applied and you got five group one winners breathing down your neck and can you find the extra gear? There's that there's that great unknown that the greats like smoking up and blacks are fake and Poppy and, and the others were able to achieve. But it took them five or six years to get there, didn't it?
2: Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, it, it's not something you just... You, you start up with the raw ability, but you've got to, a whole lot, the package has got to come together. And and uh, like you said, you know, some horse can be super fast, but not very brave. And, you know, it's all right beating one really good horse, but when you got to match match five or six in the race, of equal ability, it's, it's where the, the, man, the men stand up
0: he will take a big step towards ticking the one of those boxes. Not just um, Saturday night at Tabcorp Park, Melton, but if he can win the Miracle Mile. I remember Christian Cullen winning a Miracle Mile by by fifty metres. If 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 Captain Ravishing can come out and draw tricky in a Miracle Mile and still just run him ragged and run the the amazing time and put a big margin on, the, on the best around, he's he's taking a big step in that direction, in just one race, I guess. In that sense, isn't he?
2: Yeah, that's correct. I mean, you know, horses are measured by the company they keep, and you look back through when Smoking Up and Sochiola were going around, and there was a there was a huge amount of great horses that were super fast racing at the time. And he's probably picked a good time to come into it. There's some good horses about, but they're not they're not they don't seem to be. It's hard to line them up from era to era, but they don't seem to be in that same caliber right now. So, yeah, I think. uh, it's always exciting when you get a great horse. As long as they stay sound and keep racing, I'll be, be fantastic for racing.
1: For those that want a reminder of just how fast Smokin' Up was, let's have a listen to him back in 2011
2: smoking up gets four in front now of mr feelgood holy camp boys down the outside washaki battles on with rowan home they've got 200 left to go in the lensmith mile it's smoking up the leader rowan home is eating up the ground on the outside but he's nicely clear smoking up rowan home runs into a clear second great charge for third captain joy's getting home with mr feelgood but it's smoking up eyes on the clock he's done it 148 and change has beaten in second spot Rowan
0: Holmes and Lance from memory that was what About 5 years ago 5 or 6 years ago 10 10, Jeez, Ten geez 10 years ago in in the in the area of speed in harness racing 10 years is a long time because the times just kept collapsing uh, they kept getting faster and faster uh, uh would he still would he still be what sort of time with the way I don't know whether the tracks have sped up or what it is they run fast times at Menangle for instance uh would he be able to clip a bit off that if he was around now? I, I think
2: that's uh, probably a little bit. But, see, with that race, there was a special night. It wasn't quite as strong a field as he'd been racing against. And he really wanted to race going down the back straight. And I actually said to him, you know, don't hang me out to dry if I let you go. If I ask you to go at the 600, don't hang me out. And uh, make sure you finish it off. And he, he lived up to his part of the bargain. But, you know, I'm sure he could have gone a little bit faster. It's you know he was the first one to break the one hundred and fifty. It was fantastic. It was it would never been done before, and it was just a huge thrill
1: to do it. That night, yeah. That night, Lance, were you watching the clock yourself? Did you did you get the feeling closing in on the finish line that you're about to break? or smash the record. No,
2: I knew I was going to go very very close because a couple of times in miracle miles he'd gone fifty point nine and and uh, fifty point seven or something. He'd gone like close to the 50, and in those races, the big race with all those good horses back, you you can't sort of let them down. You've got to try and win the race first. Mm. But because I know Major Philgood was uh, next, was a really good horse, and he was in the race with us, but down the back straight, he whizzed up and tried to put pressure on me, and when he was started to struggle, I thought, well, he's, he's my main danger, so if I've got him beat, I'm going to just, we're going to try and break the record. That's what we did.
0: Lance, these... These horses now we're tapping into a different bloodlines, a different well to sort of to make them like uh, Captain Ravishing. And on, on on Saturday morning on cracking the codes, we're going to try and have a chat to the breeder about what mix produced this uh, amazing horse. It's a it's a well that wasn't available all the time, was it? And it certainly uh, made them different horses now than they were ten, fifteen, fifty years ago. Yeah,
2: when you look at horses like smoking up and. Like the old, those sort of horses, their breeding was the old colonial-type breed with a Christian Cullen uh, in the pocket background. But you look at those horses and you think the ones now, they are breeding for sheer speed, but you've got to remember that it's always having a really, really fast horse, but he's got to have that toughness too. So they've got to keep the bit of toughness in the breed, the bit of the solid standard-bred colonial-type based in there.
0: Do, do speed you know, horses go by the wayside quicker? They're, they're over-revving, uh, ride high, I'm thinking of, locking. Is, is there a flaw in them in that they, they can't race season in, season out? Something, they're going to blow a piston at some stage?
2: No, I'll tell you what the secret is. I'm going to let you in on the secret. The secret is, if you can find a horse with a higher cruising speed than the average horse, he'll go a lot further. Because even even if you got one that's sheer brilliant and a little bit quicker than you for a quarter he won't be able to maintain that cruising speed for three-quarters or four-quarters. And that's what happens with him. You've got to try and find the horse that's quick quick enough, uh tough enough that he can maintain that cruising speed. And it's got to be better than... And that's the difference with Sokyo sake, sake Owen smoking Up. Both those horses could cruise uh, a second and a half to two seconds quicker than any other, anything else going around the place.
0: Do you, you, is your guess that Captain... Because I've never seen a rave on a horse like it. Is your guess that Captain Ravishing will deliver... Mm. The expectation, uh, and I'm talking about in two two seasons' time when we look back, not just with the miracle mile, or or do you wonder whether um, it may catch up with him quickly? I don't, you know, you know what I'm trying to say Is you, are, you, are you guessing that the hype will match the performance in two years' time? Uh,
2: look, if, if all the hype's from the trial the other day at Ballarat, you know, trials can be deceiving. I mean, this, it, he, he went really, really good. and he, Don't take nothing away from him, but you know. The other horses didn't look to be chasing to me when I watched the trial. So, you know, it's easy to let one get out in front and just go. But he is, look, he's a brilliant horse. And, look, my issue with him is he's got to stay sound. Uh, I don't know whether, what it is about, maybe you might be right, maybe the breeding has made him too fine and too too brittle, I don't know. But, you know, I'm not sure. I, I hope that he can live up to this. We need a horse like this mm-hmm. to... to uh, to get the height back in the industry and get get the interest back. And, you know, I hope that he goes really good and stays down and he's still racing at 12 years old
0: and
2: breaking 150 every week. It's fantastic.
1: Yeah, it'd be great for the sport. No doubt about that. To have someone or a horse like Captain Ravishing with that X Factor on the Grand Circuit. On this Wednesday afternoon, we've got Lance Justice on the line. We've had a good chat about Captain Ravishing and whether or not we feel as though he might... Live up to all of the hype we get to see him in action on Saturday night, and uh, Lance, we get to see you in action as well on Saturday night. You've got um, a drive there in the uh, the Group Three, uh, which is Race Four on the program for the Paces. in a Chevy. What are your thoughts on Saturday?
2: Oh, I haven't got much going around right now. i have sort of been, I haven't been driving that much either. I've been putting on the younger drivers. Uh, Jackie Bark has been driving for us, and and Shannon Sullivan. So, yeah, I, I've Loving a Chevy and John Luke, is emergency in the, the one-lap dash, the Mercury final. Uh, loving a Chevy's got a bit of age on him now, and he's probably his last season of racing. Um, but he's he's done really well. He's he's the horse that was bitten by the snake and nearly died as a four-year-old. and We thought he'd never raced, and he's, so he's come back and won 40-odd races and $400,000 in state money since. So he's been a pretty handy little horse. You know, I, I'm sort of getting to the end of my have a little bit as a driver. I, I look at all these youngsters and think to myself, uh, you know, it, it's a hard sport. If you get tipped out, you don't bounce like you used to. <laughs> uh, i was tipped out a fortnight ago at Cranbourne, right on the start, and uh, I just figure that probably I've had a fair share. I've won three and a half thousand races. I've probably had had my fair share of wins.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you I have. could
2: probably uh, take a little break and let the youngsters take over. I'm quite happy my daughter's getting a licence. She's been driving at the trial with Leilani and uh, I look forward to her seeing her drive and keep Ab- her
0: behind some good horses. Absolutely and, and Lance is a bit of a go-to for me from time to time never when I get a, an issue in harness racing that I, I want to get a learned opinion on and, mm. and Lance one of them was about the weight of drivers and the success of female drivers who all drive around at 48 kilos and the, the, the difference that a, a heavier driver makes compared to a lighter driver. And as you sort of come to the end of your career, you're a pretty big guy. And I guess the more time goes on, the more you're noticing the... It's an undeclared advantage. And it's one of my issues with harness racing is there can be a 15 kilo difference between the drivers, but you wouldn't know. Mm. But but I think as time goes on, Lance, I think that, the, 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 say, a big guy like you and all these lightweights coming through, uh, lightweights as in their actual weight... Um, it, it's got to be, you've you got to be feeling the difference it's making, I would imagine, when you're driving.
2: Yeah, Matt. I mean, it's funny you say that. You know, I, I started, I started um, my career in horses actually at the picnic races as a, as a jockey, and I used to ride at 60, 59 and a half, 60 kilos. So, you know, I've, I've never been, I've always, never considered myself super big, but I always said that I didn't want to put a driver on a horse that weighed more than 80 kilos maximum. And, um, you know, as I've got older and put on weight and I've got up to the 80 and then passed it, I think myself, you know, you're breaking your own rules. But, uh, you know, look, drivers like my daughter, she's going to weigh 52 kilos, 53 kilos. And Jackie Barker, she's 52 or 53 also. Um, All the lightweight drivers got to have an advantage. It's like, you know, they say that physics doesn't matter, but if you put someone in a wheelbarrow and try and push them, I'd rather
0: push a light one than a heavy one.
2: Absolutely, and yeah. Sit them sulky, the same deal. But, you know, it's it, it's getting that way that you look at all the top drivers now, most of them wouldn't want, may weigh much more than 65, 70 kilos.
0: I saw it at Mark Shelley the other day, an old mate of ours who used to be a, a very good driver years ago. He's now a real estate agent back at Smarsh, and he would have been one of the bigger drivers in those days. Uh, Lance, and I, I always wondered... Mark Shelley v say so whoever the lightest driver probably female at the time was, and there would have been there would have been thirty five kilos between them.
2: Yeah, look, great guy Mark, but don't put me in that weight category. He's a little bit heavier than me. Mark. No,
0: exactly. That's right. <laughs> Uh, hey, good on you, mate. Yeah. Thanks very much. It's always great to have a chat. I know that old Smokin' Ups up in his paddock at Balan and he's living a great life and that's, that's great to hear. And like everyone and uh, you and all of us are looking forward to seeing this speed machine, Captain mm-hmm. Ravishing, uh, and we're hoping that he'll, he'll go on and, and be a superstar for, for many seasons to come.
2: Yeah, let's keep our fingers crossed and hope he turns into the champ and stays racing for a long time.
0: Good on you, Lance. Lance Justice
1: joining us there on Big V Racing. Great to get his thoughts on, on Captain Ravishing and to reflect on the champion smoking up as well.